This my This 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 my This 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 do that hey everyone welcome to the 21 gun podcast um if you guys saw that jeremy come on come on we got him don't worry guys i got it I got here we go here, uh, it wasn't clicking if you got, that's what always an excuse with you enlisted folks <gasps> um if you guys noticed we were dancing in the background and i was just saying i listen I okay when you're on i think it's instagram or maybe it's youtube and you get those like little reels you know what I'm talking about? Like the little videos, you know, you get like 30 second clips. Dude, I'm such a boomer. I can't anymore. You're a boomer. Anyways, anyways, I, I love watching. There's one girl, her name is like that dancer or something. Blue, blue eyes, um, like head shaved on the side, big long hair. Uh, I, I, I love watching it. I'm a 12 year old girl when it comes to, I don't know why it's, it's fascinating. Cause they like, there's always two or three of them and they're moving in sequence and it almost looks like they're doing, like they're altering the video, but they're not. It's just in their movements. I have no idea what she's called. It's like that, that dancer. Something. I can think of about three other reasons why you're a 12 year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from this big birdie. <laughs> beard that I shaved down. Anyways, welcome to the 21 Gun Podcast, the official podcast of the Irreverent Warriors. A The tamest, this is my new thing, I'm going to say it's the tamest show on the internet. Wow. Uh, not recently. Recently, we've, we haven't been tame, but we're reeling it in. We're just pulling it back a little bit, telling everyone to relax. We're trying to make friends here. We're trying to make friends. I'm talking to you. Look at this is what they used to do in the old days. I'm talking to the audience. We're just trying to be friendly over here, and it's we don't want to offend anyone. So, kids. Kids. so now we kids. are the tamest, the ta- or lamest, Lame. or the lamest. It's for the kids. Anyways, I'm your host Kevin Sullivan, voted one of the top ten. Journal- <laughs> do you know? What? Should I just keep using that? I would. I, yeah. I mean, I you got the it. top ten veterans in journalism. Uh, you got it. Yeah. So, and then we also have uh, Jeremy over here, yeah, one of the top ten producers of the top ten veterans in journalism of 2020. What are you going to do, fight you? That's right. You got me. You yeah, got, you got black do. up. You got me. I got yeah. you. But, please, and I'm old do. and a former MMA fighter. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got pretty much for our intro. Um, oh, here's something that's really cool. I got, I got uh, someone reached out to me because you're talking about the, the veterans in journalism. Yeah. Someone reached out to me, uh, a, a talent agency, and guess who's reading... That, I think that's the lingo. Uh, Matt Reeves, uh, don't call him Matt uh, Reeves. Chime in if I'm telling the right thing. I'm doing a table read Uh-oh. for oh, yeah. being. For right. be, did I tell you? Yeah, you texted no, me. I, and I, oh, I texted and you. More. I don't know. Okay, for for more. a new History Channel uh, documentary series, uh, and it's like about uh, different battles and stuff. Apparently, she reached out to a bunch of um, uh, veteran podcasters. So now I, I and you know what. 
most likely I can't do it. You know, I got so much shit going on. There's no way I can do it. But it's kind of cool, right? Dude, I, I would I would do that. So I and then here's the other thing. Now, did you notice? Hundred percent. I would make. I I I squeeze out some time for that. 100%. See, they said they want to hear his voice, not see his face. Yeah, it's going to be a voiceover. No, 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 no. It's totally, it's totally here. We have on the National Defense Service Metal Couch <laughs> recipient, uh, EOD Frank over there. Um, it's for uh, the kids. That's it's right. For the kids. That's right. Jeremy it's calls him uh, uh, philosophical, <laughs> philosophical Frank. Philosophical Frank. It, and you know why? Because those they mints, both start man. with an F. Those nuts. Freaking Marines. It's a P. It's those mints, man. Frank. So we got a we got a great show for you today. Let me just take over here. We got a great show for you tonight. We have Jacob Fry and I believe Justin Evers, their coordinators on the Lincoln, Nebraska yes. Silkies hike. We also have Juan Barrett or Barrett from the Barrett Bats. I keep saying Barrett because I'm thinking of the gun. Uh, Barrett Bats. I uh, wonder where he got that name. We should ask him. Uh, Juan is an Air Force veteran, engineer, technician, baseball bat maker, glove designer, artist, entrepreneur, and youth baseball supporter. He also combines his love for baseball with work and life experiences to help him inspire others to achieve their dreams. Nice. With this aim in mind, he founded Barrett Bat and Glove Company. Um, really cool story. Uh, I can't, he's, he has a, a art exhibit or whatever. He's going to be part of an exhibit at the Smithsonian Institute, which I think is, is kind of cool. So uh, if you want to chime in, people always, uh, they put their little notes on the side there. First off, make sure that, that StreamYard can, can put your name up. How do you do it? It's like... So when you go to, act, when you go to access... The stream it says at the bottom, please give face please allow Streamyard access to your Facebook comments. Just click on that; it'll just bits of quick yes, and then we can see what's coming up because we have people like Sully. Is it a Vietnam documentary you're interviewing for? Yes, yeah, no that sort of thing. Right? Yeah. So yeah, saying? put that in, and and that's your way of participating in the show. Or if it gets a little crazy, we've done this in the past too. Reach out, and maybe we'll pull you up on the show. I got to figure out a way to do call-ins. Um, I know there's a way. I just don't know it yet. So people can actually just call. We can be like so and so's on the phone. With our irreverent group, you really want them to call in? Yes. 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 Oh wait, wait. We're the tamest show on the internet. That's right. It's for the kids. I keep forgetting. This Next right. week we have the mustache himself, Nick Culpepper, sitting oh, oh, in the man. NDSM chair. And I believe you're going to come back. Are you going to come too? Oh yeah. Okay. I can't not because he, he's not going to have a beard. So I have the beard. Oh has to be yeah. You gotta it's facial hair though. It's facial hair. Uh, yeah, I agree. But... I agree. Uh, hmm. At, at some point, the streak is going to be broken. And Matt, not Matt Reeves, who was on the couch a few weeks ago, that was a pretty weak beard. Yeah, that was almost. But he still had something. I went, do you know what I did? He got up to the, he got up to the seat. I pointed to the first base ump and he was like, no, 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 no that's safe. So he was good. Or no swing, whatever. Uh, if you want to sit in the chair, if you're local or if you're not local, say you're in town for a hike, hit me up. Send me an email, kevin at 21gun.net. Um, apparently people just reached out to Jeremy, insane marine 69 Dude, you know how annoying it is for me to say your email address? It's not annoying. It's more along the lines of like, I'm embarrassed that I have to say 69 at the end. Yes, I'm, I'm running, like I'm, I'm doing all this nonprofit stuff. And, and I got the list of everyone's emails and I'm like, okay, doctor, um, here is uh, Joe Schmo uh, at Gmail and uh, Schmo Joe at Yahoo and Insane Marine 69 at Gmail. <laughs> so there's, there's actually a story behind it and it's not as perverted as you think it is. It is. It's 100. There's no way a Marine uses 69 at the end of his name and is not thinking in the sexual context. At the time that the email was made, no. <laughs> he wasn't the 70th person. Come on, man. All right. We got to move along. This is our first show since the Wilmington hike. We had a really good time down there. Um, we did a live show. It was really cool. Actually, do you want to bring up... We'll show you what we did on this live show. We're going to try to do yeah, more yeah. of this. 
Uh, I you remember her name? I don't because yes. So let me pull this up. And so this is the sort of thing oh. we're going to try to do more often. Look at that. Uh, we have someone guy. coming in right now. We have someone coming so in right now. So we're going to pass the mic. So we're going to pass the mic. I would do my best Beastie Boys impersonation, but all right, come on in. What you have to do is just talk really, He's really close to it. Jeremy, go find someone else too. All right, Hold on, so pause. let's pause. Yep, I was going to get pause. You. Oh, Willie. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> Wow. Continue. So this is Christy Collins. Um, she's a good friend of mine, and she was at the hike, and Kevin's like, hey, go bring somebody cool over this time. I was like, all right, fine. What's your name? I'm Christy. Okay. I couldn't hear you out there, so I don't yeah, know what's going loud. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know if you guys can hear me, so this works a lot better. So, Christy, are you active duty? Are you a veteran? So I was active duty for four years. Okay. Um, I am now in the Air National Guard. Okay. I'm going to school to try to commission as an officer. I might want to chime nice, in Nice. Here so obviously you're, you're Air Force. What's I'm your job? noticing. Um, when I was active, I was a weapon. Uh, in a narcissistic way, okay. how broad my shoulders admin, look so since going on the okay, juice. Okay, very cool. Um, so you <laughs> said you're transitioning <laughs> now into the reserves. You're in the reserves. No, you're trying it to get isn't. Into, I'm trying to, oh, seriously, I'm look at this old man. Okay. So jacked. once I get my degree, I'll try to commission back out to Such an okay. asshole. Oh, How do you totally like the River Warriors, and is this your first hike? So this is actually my fourth hike. Okay, so you've been um, doing this a while. Yeah, what is the second Wilmington hike? Okay. It's much different than last year, but I love it. It's yeah, a yeah. great group, great group of people. Good job. Cool. A lot of camaraderie. Okay. Yeah, I just had uh, some active duty. Actually, I think we only had active duty folks on. But uh, one of the big things that we talk about, obviously, is mental health, how to improve mental health. What are they doing in the, I guess we'll say the Air Guard. Now, were you Air Force, then transitioned to the Air Guard? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I've been out for 13, 14 years. Uh, oh, mental man. health back then was drink and and try not to yeah. you know uh, hurt yourself uh what are they doing now for active duty folks are they ma- taking the stigma away are they making getting help any easier i would say they're definitely pushing more towards getting that help but there's still always that stigma that you know if i go get help yeah you could it lose could your job you getting pushed out or getting yeah. medically retired things like that hmm. um, i wonder I if that ever happens more, like, with it. okay they're doing more like down days that's why i don't fly airplanes do. all right you can pull that down salt. but that's that's um that's what we're going to be doing. I think I'd like to try to do that more often, and I'd like to get out to like uh, Colorado or Texas, Las Vegas. Um, oh, that'd be a good time. Yeah, uh, Yano. I don't, I don't know if he's running that one. I know he's he's been dealing with some stuff, but hopefully he's he's running that one this year. So yeah, we'll we'll see what we can do. Uh, really had I had a lot of fun with that. Um, that video is still up on. Um, 21 Guns page, uh, Reverend Warriors page. Uh, just head over to 21gun.net and you'll see that. Uh, our 100th episode is rapidly approaching. This is Ooh. crazy because uh, this is only, well, we're on our third year, second year. Um, it's a second, we've done two years. Okay, so I used to do one show every two weeks, uh, but now we went to a weekly show. So it's like, it just jumped on us. So we're going to do something really cool. Reverend Warriors, check this out. Uh, Mike Stojic and Malia um, Christie have a bar here in Clayton, North Carolina called Revival 1869. Yes. I interviewed him a few days ago, a few weeks ago. Uh, he's a former Marine engineer type officer, so actually. Be pilot. And yeah, yeah, that's right. He's going to be a pilot. Um, what we're going to do is try to, you know, they had a rough year, obviously, with COVID and all that. And they're doing great now. I mean, they're just packed. Uh, but I think it would be great to have some veterans show up and toss some money their way, have some wonderful spirits and drinks and we're gonna do a live show from the back um balcony patio whatever that's called the back patio yeah yeah. so we're gonna do a live show there uh i hope we can get a big uh, contingent of people and what i'm gonna try to do is get guests that have been on the show like we'll try to bring donnie on we'll try to bring um uh i can't think of any other guests dan mallard (laughs) he was my first guest on the show ever 
Um, but yeah, we're going to bring some guests on and it'll be a good time. So that's uh, August 19th. So write that down and show up. We that's are right before the rally. That's right before too. the rally hike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's right before it. Ours Perfect. is the 28th. Yep. Awesome. Uh, we'll also be down in Fayetteville on maybe July 31st. We're trying to figure this out. That's And we're going to do it again. We like I like this live thing. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, we're going to broadcast live from The Rock Gun Shop, I guess it's called, The Rock Gun Store down in Fayetteville. We've been working on some stuff with them. They have like weekend events. They bring out veterans. It's a gun store. I mean, it's like, hey, do you want to... Do you want to come broadcast at the gun? All I have to say is gut. And I'm like, yes! Guns. Yeah. I almost bought a gun today. I can't help it. I don't understand it. It's like a... No, I think you understand it. Yeah, it's just... It's just... Here's I the thing. I see the problem. I'm like, I don't need it. any more guns. I don't need any more guns. And then I'm like, let's just yeah, check yes. out what's on this gun store. And then yes, I see one and I'm like, do. oh my gosh. Mm. Check Click that out. Buy. Ported yes, slide. Gucci Glock. <laughs> Uh, red everyone, dot. <sighs> everyone needs more guns. Yeah, I saw one. The um, uh, Sig Sauer P365 with an EOS, or it's um, what the heck's it called? Uh, yes. Something zero. It's got a it's got a red dot built into it. It's it's pretty sweet. Um, and it's it's twelve plus one, whereas the one I carry now is six plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hikes, head over to reverentwarriors.com. Check out in the events section all the different hikes that are coming up. June twenty seventh, we have Puerto Rico. That's what? It's in 10 days. Uh, and that's it. That's all we have left in June. If It's only June 17th, and oh. we only have one hike left this whole month. But then we have July 3rd, Lincoln, Nebraska. We're going to have someone on here in a minute to talk about that. And then we have Hopedale, Illinois. Um, so that'll be fun. Then let's go into Ju- the further on in July. We have July 10th, Seattle, Washington, and Chattanooga, Tennessee. i got to make it to Tennessee. It looks like a, a beautiful place. It's just so damn expensive. What's going on? It's like a big snobby place where you got to spend $1,000 on a hotel. Stop being snobs, Chattanooga. I don't ask questions. It should have went to Gatlinburg. It would have been a little bit cheaper. A little bit cheaper. Well, I was looking at Nashville, and obviously yeah. that's oh, where all the... Yeah. Um, Chicago, Illinois... <laughs> Good luck with that one. Is it the, is the S? I know we bring this up every week, but I we, always forget. We have discussed it. Do you say Illinois. the S? Illinois. Illinois. If you say Illinois, then uh-huh. it just sit. That's Illinoising. I'm, I'm well, there's an S. Them. So don't take the freaking S out if you're going to be annoying about it. Okay, well, why is it Arkansas, not Arkansas? That's well, good Arkansas. Point. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Uh, July 17th, <laughs> Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, another interesting one. July 20. Now, here's one I'm not sure about. Uh, July 21st, Guam. Uh, there's nothing to click on when you go to Eventbrite. I was looking at that today. So are they doing it? Is Guam a thing or is it going to be? I'm, I haven't heard anything about it. I need more info. So I'm unsure, but I'm sure we can find out. I will find out more info and I will get back to you, the irreverent warriors. Wow, was that, yeah. a, was that a dramatic pause? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted. Pause? He was, he was, he was smoldering. For I wanted group. everyone to think that their thing froze. Okay, let's bring up uh, Jacob Fry. Let's oh, see. Man. He is. Jacob, come on, man. We've had you on before, right? Yeah, last year before yes. the hike, uh, so we had our hike. The... Yeah, because have we been deer... doing this live thing that long? Yeah, I don't even yeah. remember. Because oh, last year I had my overalls on with the cutoff, and yeah. Got them all right. down the Daisy right. Dukes. I forgot. Well, now, now they're getting all sexy. Now I remember. Well, yeah. <laughs> Nick Pedersen Nick Pedersen hooked it up this year with the actual uh, the button-up cornstalk uh, T-shirt now. So going to rock nice. this one the whole hike. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, <laughs> Rather just in spite of North Carolina Warriors, wear my Nebraska Warriors jersey just to, you know, really oh, turn it in. I didn't realize that show, Frank's jersey there. I did. So this is a national thing, the, the Warriors hockey? Yes, Frank. it is. Uh, yeah, we have a. It's a national program. Uh, Nebraska actually has their tournament 
coming up here in September that uh, IW we're going to help out with and do a tailgate out there because it's a Husker football game as well, uh, same day. So we're going to have all that put together. And last year, that's actually where we ate lunch. The Nebraska Warriors put on a hockey uh, scrimmage at Breslow Ice Hockey Arena. And I got out there in my silkies and jersey and skated kind of, sort of. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) That would sting. That would sting. Growing up in the north, ice on your ass cheeks. (laughs) Not that it's ever happened. What? No. Uh, it's stings. painful. Yeah, it hurts. It's very painful. It hurts. Plus, you stick to it, and then you, yeah, we don't want to talk don't about that. Don't yep. You have other parts that can stick to it too. Um, <laughs> so let's pretend uh, that we didn't have you on last year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so tell us about your service, Jacob, Mister Jacob, who I've never met before. Uh, all right. Well, here we go. Uh, pleasure to meet you all. Thank you for having Absolutely. us on. Uh, yes. Uh, so I uh, served in the Marine Corps for five years, active duty uh, from 08 to 13. I was with uh, 3rd Battalion, 7th Marines. Um, I did uh, Sang in 1, Sang in 2 for Afghanistan and then uh, decided to get out. Came back here in Nebraska and uh, then went to school. And then I got involved with IW actually there that uh, first year in 2015 with Rob and Alex. Uh, we put that hike together around Holmes Lake. And uh, then after that, we've been doing them ever since between Lincoln and Omaha. Awesome. So let's talk about that. That's an interesting thing I haven't thought about. Think back to 2015, your first hike, and then think about the hikes that you go on today. What's the the biggest difference that you you see? Uh, Well, our first hike was essentially a forced death march. Um, Rob, who is a MARSOC, uh, decided that this hike was going to be where we actually do the 22 kilometers with the 22 pounds. And uh, yeah, um, so it was just circles around the lake. Um, (laughs) And uh, let's just say I had been out at that point for two years, so I wasn't exactly in the best of shape. Uh, So so it was a lot of, uh, luckily, I had my vet guy my buddy that was going to vet school that hooked us up with some ivs at the end of that one i i definitely needed it um Uh, yeah that's something we bring up a lot so people i I, and i think it's a barrier i I really do if people don't understand i don't think it's on the site anymore but um they say hey here you guys do 22 kilometers 22 kilograms blah 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 you know i'm a vietnam guy and it's like no it's that's that's we're not we're not doing you can do that i mean if you want to do that freaking great i've seen some dudes rucking like 100 pounds you want to be a motivator knock yourself out (laughs) exactly but you i mean what did i wear i I honestly, I, this last hike I had, because uh, I'm a PA, I always have to have my med kit with me, and I think that was it. I had a change of socks, so four pounds. Four. I, had, I had water, so as I was rucking, I got, I got lighter and lighter and lighter. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know what? You got to pee in order to get lighter, right? Whatever. Like if you drink, because you're stays still, in. yeah. It's the, God, Frank. Mac <laughs> Marines, bro. He's Mac like Marines. He's like, dude, I got thirty pounds of water. Let me chug it real quick. <laughs> Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. We're good. Let's move. Psychosomatically, it felt good to me. Don't judge me right now. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. So, so tell us. Actually, do you know what? I want to show you something here. Um, uh, okay, hold on. Remember, I'm the boomer of the crew. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a share screen. Hopefully, there's no. Look at. We're reeling it in. So I was gonna say a joke there that that I'm not gonna even say. You, please. I'm say gonna it. let you, please. the listeners at home. Think of an absurd joke that someone could say about pulling up their their screen and showing you what their tabs have on. Um, but see, I'm not going to do that because oh. I'm better than that, Jeremy. I'm better than that. Okay, check this We're out. We're not bringing my screen up. So, so uh, can you see this? Can you see my screen, Jeremy? Yes. Okay, uh, Jacob, do you recognize? You probably don't recognize where that is. Do you recognize this thing that I'm on, though? Are you right? Uh, yeah, because the city of Lincoln wasted like I don't know twenty five thousand dollars one year putting those metal bikes everywhere, and then they decided to take them down afterwards because they didn't want to upkeep them. 
Oh, really? So yeah. as, as you can tell, as you might be able to tell uh, without the, the facial hair and the cargo shorts that this was somewhere way back in 1967. But uh, are you ready for it? This is when I bicycled through uh, Nebraska. Damn. This is when I bicycled. Here, let me like, show another one. Hold on, but like, if you go back to that, it showed AARP at the back, so that's when he was starting to get there in the old age. See my awesome cargo shorts? Now, check this out. Hold on. How do I scroll It looked up? like Google threw up on scroll? that first bike. Scroll. Look at I had this. Click this was supposed to be, look at this is supposed to be my good luck uh, thing. Good luck duck. Uh, oh, click and drag. There we go. So that was my good luck You're duck. Uh, I crashed about five hours after this and went to the hospital. Um but yeah, that, so this that bike, the this duck. is kind of interesting not too. The duck. This is kind of interesting too. See this bike right here? Uh, while I was training, I was training on Fort Bragg. Yes, I am wearing Shimano open-toed wow. uh, shoes that actually click in here. He's a uh, A special forces guy. Shout out to um, Irish Bicycles. So this dude built these bicycles himself. And then you crashed. Had it. a racing team. Yeah, yeah. And he donated it to me. He's like, here, you guys still have this bike. It's out in the ground. I don't ride it anymore because it's freaking deadly. But And then the last picture will be nothing even interesting at all. Are, are you familiar with this area? Oh yeah, Jacob? that's what, yeah. that's our start point down there in uh, the Get revamped out. rail yard. So we'll be Dude. down there in the Haymarket. It's an amazing area, um, obviously historically wise. They even opened a couple of the old speakeasies down there that they found. Um, oh, they, cool. We have like the, we have like the hidden bar where you have to come up and knock on what you looks like a wall, and it has yeah. a yellow light or a red light. If it's a red light, it's full. If it's yellow, then you can come up and not do the knock, and the whole wall turns, and you walk into this oh, that's yeah, really hidden awesome. bar. Oh, yeah, there's amazing stuff down here in Lincoln that we're going to check a lot of it out. Um, obviously, uh, one of the big deals is last year we were unable to get into Memorial Stadium, the Huskers uh, Stadium, where they usually let us come in. We do our own tunnel walk and then 22 push-ups on the 22-yard line. Uh, but this year, since uh, COVID has now finally left us um, and we're our states are open all the way now, uh, where they're going to let us back into the stadium. So we'll step off from the rail yard there. Uh, about zero nine, and then uh, head straight over to Memorial Stadium and actually do our own tunnel walk, uh, just awesome. like the Huskers. A lot of fun. I mean, and this is five, six, seven. Your seventh year, sixth year doing a hike in. in seven, yeah, I was counting on my fingers the other day. I'm like, okay, math for Marines. Here we go. What do I do when I hit five? I, I don't have uh, my fingers over here. Wait, do, I, do I go to my toes right away or do I go to the other hand? Um, the battle buddies, my, he's got a hand. I was, do you know what I was just about to do? I was going to say a stripper joke, but I won't God, God. because we are the tamest uh, show it's on the internet. For the kids. I'll, do you know what I'll do? I'll, I'll just give a little hint. I was going to say, or you could count the teeth on your stripper girlfriend and add a couple more too. But Depends I won't do that. On how that's many all, she has? I won't do that. We're in Nebraska. Nebraska. Our strippers have teeth. That's Iowa oh. where they get into the meth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's only when you're in Lawton, Oklahoma. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop mething with us. Did, stop did, yeah. did, did one? Did one Barrett just jump ship? He's like, I'm out. No. Yeah, he's still here. <laughs> no. This is a this is a tame show. This is a tame show. I, watch last week's show. <laughs> <laughs> with oh the broken jarhead. Oh, yikes. The funny part is when you said you crashed your bike, if you ever want to watch some funny bike videos, look up uh, Rob Jones. He's my buddy who was my engineer on my first deployment, double leg amputee. He actually rode his bicycle all the way from uh, East Coast all the way to the West Coast for a fundraiser deal. But he had like his whole training session where he's like, putting videos up on YouTube. Am I going to fall this time or am I not? Yeah, he does tricky. like a circle in front of his house and he just right oh. into the bush and he's trying to unhook his legs from the bicycle 
So he he was on a regular upright bike because we had uh, back when I rode my bike from San Francisco to Virginia God Beach damn. back in 2010, uh, 63 days, 4,000 miles, uh, 120,000 feet of climbing. The <laughs> aggravating Jeremy every I'm just second kidding. of the way. Just kidding. Just, but our our amputee guys, yeah. our double amputee guys were on um, hand cycles. Uh, what did oh. you say? I missed it. It's like, can you say that a little bit? You say it again, but faster. See how fast you get there. <laughs> well, it's a running joke here uh, that every person. See, way back in 2010. Now I'm not even going to get into oh, it. My God. Oh, he was, my he was, God. He was about to make me quit again. I'm but it's funny because everyone that comes on, I've ridden in so many states that there's somewhere that I've been and Jeremy gets annoyed. But Jeremy quits at least <laughs> twice a show. Are you so, just going to turn on the Johnny Cash song? I've been everywhere. Like to start oh, playing yeah, that every time he does it. Do you want my kids? I, I knew. So there's certain what we call red letter dates in your life, right? Things that you look back on and you say, I've succeeded. I did what I was supposed to do. And I was driving with my son the other day and he's like, can we hear that? Um, uh, that Johnny Cash song. And I'm like, stop right there. My son is asking for Johnny Cash at eight years old. I'm like, Yes, I've done. Do you know what? I can die now. What would you have done if he would have said, <laughs> "Means hey, I get Dad, the podcast. Can, you turn, can you turn on that Kesha?" First, oh, I would say, I would say, "God bless you." What? What did you can say? You turn on that dog, Cardi B. Uh, oh, I love yeah. my son, and he can listen to whatever he wants. But the fact that he wanted to hear Johnny Cash, and then, and then I hear him. We're going. I have a moped. Have I ever showed you my moped? It's like a Vespa. Yes. Yeah. I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Of yeah. course, you have a. Why wouldn't you have a? <laughs> it's a Honda. A it's a Honda. So, how do you think he got? He earned his flight jacket. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I never even thought about that. Yeah, so uh, it was on my. It's a Honda. It's not a real Vespa. Uh, come Close on, enough. come on! I'm not a doctor. Um, we're riding around on that, and he's singing uh, "Sad but True." He's going. I'm like, are you singing "Sad but True"? He's like, yeah, yeah. that song rocks. I'm like, oh god, I am. I've I've done it. I've, I'm getting emotional. This is this is an incredible day for me. Uh, wow, you're accomplishing life. We went, we went into the weeds there a little bit. Okay, uh, where's your meet and greet? Uh, meet and greet is going to be at Capital Cigar Lounge, uh, just there off of 14th and Old Cheney. Uh, the event is up, and I've posted it on the hike information. Uh, we're going to be over there uh, right now, working on getting some uh, catering brought in from HF Crave. Uh, so you'll get a meal there, and then we'll step off that next morning. Uh, being down there in the rail yard, roughly between uh, 7.30 and 8 for registration and check-in, get the merchandise packs passed out. Um, and yeah, Tony at, uh, but with the meet and greet, Tony at Capital City Cigars, he's also a former Marine, opened that here about four years ago. Amazing spot. They have amazing drinks and cigars there. So we'll all be able to hang out, uh, meet everybody and just spend some time with each other before the hike the next day. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a good time. Uh, I, I'm telling you, not going anywhere. I will make it to a Nebraska hike because I enjoyed Nebraska so much. Uh, I, good, good place. You better get down here. I mean, come yeah. on. That's the reason at the beginning you're like, oh, we need to go do another live show. Yeah. I'm like, well, July 3rd, bro. Come on in. That we don't even, <laughs> dude, dude, we don't even charge much to fly us out. It's it's like, I mean, first class, yes, but I mean, what, a, what are you going to fly in coach with I know. the channel? No, come on. Business, business class is a stretch. Yeah, maybe. We might get a vet discount. Ooh. Maybe. Well, at least business still gives you free drinks. Yeah. Does yeah. it really? Yes, yes it sure does. That, it, it does. I ask me how I know. I always, yeah, uh, how, do, how do you know? Well, was, and that's the other deal. If you are flying and then I flew out, <laughs> go ahead. What's that? If you Jared? are flying in for the hike, just uh, contact us. Uh, usually Omaha, it's cheaper to fly in. And thanks to the Marine Corps league here in Lincoln, the Cornhusker detachment, they have the rental van all day, Friday, all the way through Sunday. So we are offering a shuttle service, uh, to pick up at airports and, uh, 
bring you here in the town, get you dropped off at your hotel, and then we'll get you back to the airport Sunday. And then if you need a ride Monday still, I'm available to do that. Awesome. Awesome. That's, I mean, that's one of the best things I've heard. Uh, I think that's great because, you know, a lot of people fly in and oh, yeah. and they need that shuttle service. So uh, I, is it a van? Because uh, we only yeah. ride in a, um, a limousine. Uh, oh, no, or a Vespa. Or a I mean, Tesla. I, can bring, or a I can bring, for you guys, I can bring one of the tractors and we can just actually put you in there and just <laughs> like, you do, you know sexy. Yeah. do you know what's great? I can't, it would take me too long to find it. But uh, when I was in Nebraska, we actually witnessed a tractor parade. Oh, yeah. A tractor we, yeah, there was like 30 tractors and, and it wasn't special for us. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. It had to be the slowest. Like, oh, right. Yeah, it was pretty slow. <laughs> well, some slower. of those, they'll do the tractor pull contest and some of those tractors are just beefed out. Like they oh, yeah. can go. Yeah, they're insane. And they look like antique tractors, but can go like 60 miles per hour down what the highway. The hell? Oh. Yeah. 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 They, wow. That's crazy. Okay. All right, Jacob Fry. We'll have you on again, uh, I don't know, in the next um, Nebraska hike uh, for your first time again. Uh, yeah, first time. first time. We'll just read you it every time. Yeah. Always always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> Futurama <laughs> status. We just keep bringing Fry on and we don't remember him. It's all right. We got it. That's right. And you know what's funny? Last name Fry and you have red hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, I lost my I lost the bet to Chuck. Uh, he lost his leg on the second deployment. We bet who was going to get hit first, and he lost. So if I ever have a male son that's a redhead, it's supposed to be mm. Philip J. Fry. Yes. So yes. yeah, so, have to do it, so, babe. I was supposed to tell you that sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were joking about the stripper. She had all her teeth. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, don't worry, Jacob. My 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 son, my firstborn's got red hair too. So uh, I know I saw that. I was like, don't worry. You get used to the soulless thing. It just kind of wears on you. But yeah. Yeah. I, tra- I should have named him Sue. I should have named him Sue. A little Johnny Cash reference <laughs> yeah. there to go back. Yeah. That's called Full Circle. That's oh, how we yeah. do that on this. Yeah, but um, awesome. your last time, last chance to get uh, Ventbrite merchandise is coming up this Saturday, so make sure you get signed up on there. And even if you don't want merchandise, please register ahead of time. We are working because we are going to be able to afford to pay for everybody's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we just need to get the wow. most accurate uh, head count we possibly can. And uh, yeah, even if you guys can't make it out here for a hike every year, we're going to be doing our uh, Silky's uh, annual uh, sand volleyball fundraiser. Uh, we had it again this year and had a great turnout. So that's the reason we're able to push all these funds out and get more involved with our veterans here in the local community. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Cool. You guys have your act together. I'm going to move to Nebraska. We're looking for a freedom place to move to, either Texas oh, yeah. or South Dakota. Now, now Nebraska's well, on the list. Too many, too many people from California already invaded Texas, as we've seen the power right. grid yeah, situation. So, uh, yeah, Nebraska, about. you know, we got ethanol, corn, number one beef state. I mean, come on. We got it down at this point. Is the ethanol for cars? I don't understand. You guys yeah. own stuff yeah. in the car? Drive the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Chad Sullivan. Anyways, Jacob Fry from the uh, Nebraska hike. Lincoln, Nebraska, if you want to sign up, head over to Bright. Jesus. Head over to reverentwarriors.com. Click on events. see the Nebraska thing come up there and sign up. Make sure you register because if you're like me and you register the day before, then they don't have a good head count. You know the way it is. So thank you, Mr. Fry. We will have you on again, like I said. Take it Uh, easy, man. Take it easy. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. What an asshole. (laughs) God, it's like, man, can this guy stop talking? (laughs) You keep asking him questions. That's your fault. I'm joking. The guy was obviously a really cool dude. We're going to end this stream, and he's going to be like, man, remember that Jacob guy? Never again. Uh, again. Dear Cindy, um, the podcast called me an asshole. (laughs) It's obviously, if I go like this, wow, what a really... 
what a really fascinating, nice man. Uh, that's when you know you've just totally screwed up. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got <laughs> All right. Um, oh, there was one thing. I, I wrote some notes, and I wanted to bring it up because it's, eh, we're 833, whatever. Um, uh, we always talk at the end of the show. We always say, call, write, whatever. Um, uh, the other day, I went over to my neighbor. My neighbor's 75 years old. He's a Vietnam veteran, and his wife died last year. I'm telling you, as, as a medical provider... The number one suicide rate is elderly men. Elderly men. What is this? I don't understand. You're tickling my my coochie. Oh, I'm tickling my own. No. What? I'm missing the joke. You're tickling the old man's ball. Oh, you all right? You You want to be friends? No. What I was gonna say is, uh, I went over to his house and I was like, he's always looking at my Tesla, and I'm like, hey, do you want to do you want to take a ride? Do I ever want to take a ride? Let's go. So we went out and we're just cruising freaking as fast as we can go. I mean, come on. If I get pulled over, I'm going to be like, dude, I'm taking a Vietnam vet out for a ride. He bromance hard. I have to go fast. Um, But it made his day. And now uh, every day I see him now, he's like, you want to come in and see? I I shit you not. Want to come in and see my hearing aids? I'm like, yes, I do. Uh, Want to come in and see your collection of hearing hearing aids. aids. But um, Mm. yeah, so it's things like that. You you know, uh, we always say call, text and all that stuff. But when you're at like, let's say you're at uh, Walmart and you're buying some antifreeze. I don't know why I just thought of that. But you're buying some antifreeze and you see a guy next to you with uh, what's that? We lost Justin. Justin who? The the coordinator, but he we just lost him backstage. Oh, oh, whoops! Wait, yeah, but we don't. We already talked to him, didn't we? No, we just talked to Jacob Fry. Justin was. Oh, on. I thought they were coming on together. Mm-mm. I had no idea. Oh, I had no idea. Sorry, Justin. Anyways, he had a good time. Uh, reach out. Go find someone. Oh. Uh, talk to old people, especially if they have that Vietnam veteran hat. Any veteran hat. Reach out because that's how that's how you find out. Um, so, uh, yeah, what happened, Justin, if you're watching, uh, I saw that you were both going to be on. And for some reason, I thought you were both going to be on at the same time. They're both uh, Nebraska high coordinators. And uh, apparently they were in in different locations. So I just oh, assumed I, I just mis- assumed he wasn't so here. I misread that. So that's probably my fault. I'll probably take that plan. I, I, if you damn right you well, will well, I'm not gonna take it what are you gonna do blame my, I'm the guy this, I'm the face this, of this it's your fucking fault in producer in this political climate you will not blame the black man for that one. oh it was totally your fault uh, yeah totally. we sure fucking can you're the one on the casting ca- uh, uh, um, guest national couch. defense service ribbon couch let's bring on Juan I see him smiling <laughs> he's like he's sweating he's like oh god the Smithsonian dear Mr. Barrett like, we saw you on the Irreverent Warriors <laughs> podcast and we would like to withhold all <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the show, Juan. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Uh, no worries. Hey, listen, uh, I enjoy having Air Force people on. Uh, the last Air Force guy we had on was Bamf? Ba- yeah, Bad. Bamf. I, I always want to <laughs> no, say Bamf. No, B-Fam. B-Fam. Um, brother from another mother. Brother from another mother. Man, we got to get him cooking. back on. Yep. Uh, cooking guy. But here's the thing about beef, Bamf. B-Fam. 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 Is it looks so much like Banff. You got to know it does that. Because it. it's like, it's almost backwards. It's almost like you went to say Banff, but then you're dyslexic and you're like, oh, I missed it. Nope. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what oh, I, I was yeah. talking like that the whole time. Anyways, uh, so let's start from the beginning, Juan. Uh, Air Force veteran, but let's find out. I, I like to hear your path to entering the Air Force, right? See, most of the time you listen to podcasts, but you got to see the way you use your hands. As How well. did so you, you enter? Enter the Air Force. When did you start? When did that journey start? Well, the Air Force. Uh, well, I, um, I I started in high school, really, uh, in the Bronx. Uh, I was in a junior ROTC cadet in Dewey Clinton High School in the Bronx, and that's really how I kind of got brainwashed a little bit. <laughs> but in so a you way, got... it, 
Uh, it appears uh, it appears to me that the the JROTC tends to only be Air Force. Every time I see them, do they have they do have the Junior Marines? Yeah, they have. Uh, so ROTC is. Um, I was in JROTC in high school for the Army. Yeah, my brother had JROTC for Marines and Army as well. well they were both I stand in school, corrected. So. I should just shut up and let Juan talk. It's almost like enlisted or right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they got, they got all kinds. Yeah. Of, they got Navy, Army. Uh, I don't know about Marines. Uh, okay. They they, um, they don't they don't want to. Uh, let's see. So yeah, so I started there. Um, so my life was pretty much going to. I pretty much went to school and just did that. <laughs> and then the other, all the other classes, I just kind of just breezed by. <laughs> and yeah. it was come, come home and then go 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 watch baseball in the Yankee Stadium or, or go to the ballpark. And there was a lot of, you know, the South Bronx. So there was a lot of negativity and stuff. Right? So I just try to stay out of trouble as best I could. And and I wanted I wanted to serve. And, you know, the, the Air Force gave me an opportunity to, you know, go to engineering, um, do construction management, do uh, – surveying and, and I love it because it's it plays with what I do and what I love to do awesome when you say engineering is it like um uh like red horse type of things or or like what type yeah. of engineering yeah so, yeah so red horse yeah so I did prime beef which is like uh oh, single yeah. engineering squadron so we pretty much went either build stuff maintain or take care of facilities for the air force or you know anywhere like so my job and it was uh, so I I would do engineering design so I would go out do surveying like do the plotting like before the construction starts we gotta like do a map of the area uh, draw it out and work with engineers to design how stuff is supposed to look like okay. and when the construction starts we would do the construction inspection um, make sure the contractors are doing the job correctly or if you're Red Horse you know the you know us like the military will build the stuff. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, and then, in, you know, in the deployment environment, we would just show up anywhere in the, you know, in the middle of the desert and we just build a base from, from scratch. <laughs> uh, awesome. Just in, and then my role was to do the, the, the design like, and actually do the design and then go out there and mark where every, everything was going to be, like where all the tents and all the latrines and all the, nice. shed, you know, the shedders were. Yeah. Here's something that's interesting about your story, right? Uh, people go in and obviously uh, you you took a job that translates extremely well, it sounds like. into the You know, you can be a machine gunner in the Marine Corps for how long do you stay a machine gunner? Can you do that your whole career? You no. could. You oh, sure really? could. You okay. Could. There's no point to it, but yeah, you could. And then you get out and you're like, I can shoot a machine gun. <laughs> that's when you're like Securitas, like, you know, mall security guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> or contracting, which I guess pays well. But so uh, was that well, was that part of your plan? Did you say, hey, this is something that I could do down the road? Well, well yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I'm, I'm from the Dominican Republic and I grew up um, – you know, I grew up where there's no, there was no, I, I didn't have a shit, you know, I didn't have a toilet in my house. I, I had to go do it, do it in the outhouse. I, wow. I, I would walk barefoot. I didn't have water. So, and, and I didn't even have streets, but throughout when I was a little kid, I would see all these engineers come through and actually put in utilities, put in water. So I grew up around construction in a good way because every time they turned on the water, it was a blessing. Um, and also I saw a lot of soldiers too, because there was a lot of, uh, uh, maltreatment of people. Even though we were poor, the, the government wasn't very kind to, to the poor people. And, and I would see a lot of soldiers doing a lot of abuse. Uh, but I, I didn't, I said, well, if I do become a soldier, I'm going to do better than these guys, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. 
uh, and so, so that was kind of ingrained in my, in my mind when I came to the United States as an immigrant. Like I saw an opportunity. Like I'm, I wasn't going to waste this opportunity to be in this country and just not do nothing. And I'll say, hey, you know, I wanted to that's, be. In, I actually wanted to be a ranger. <laughs> oh, nice. That's that's such a rare. That's such a rare um, perspective on the on the earth. I just posted the other day on Facebook. It was like it was from Thomas Jefferson, and it was uh, basically I, I don't remember it verbatim, but it was like most of my countrymen don't understand how good they have it. Uh, yeah, that's how they see it from somebody else's eyes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I always tell my kids, right? My kids might be upset that they can't. Oh, I'm like, no, no iPads, and they're like, oh, no iPads. I'm like, hey, this is called uh, uh, let's. Let's look at our refrigerator and appreciate the fact that we have cold water, fresh cold yeah. water coming to our I mean that everyone should wake up in the morning and be like, I am living better than 99% anyone yeah. in America who has, if you have a roof over your head, running water, electricity, that's, and, and food security, you're living better than 99% of the people that have ever existed on the earth. And if you keep that in mind... You know, what What are you striving for? I guess you can strive for more and more and more, but there's it's, no reason for it. It's first world problems. I know. First world I, problems. Yeah, yeah that's one of the best to, memes. When I first went to um, Iraq and then Afghanistan, I was literally around people that don't that didn't know what electricity was. They didn't have indoor plumbing. They didn't know what electricity was. I pulled out my Zippo to smoke a cigarette, and they thought it was freaking magic. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, it's... And then you come home, and, like, what, you're mad because... Traffic made you yeah. late for two minutes. Oh, my internet's down right. for an hour. Oh, really? That sucks. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a fantastic. And do, do you have children? Yeah, I got four. Um, Holy, they're man. all yeah, ten, nine, eight, and year and a half. Okay. <laughs> so oh, I'm busy. Wow. Nice. Ca- Catholica, as we say, I, I would assume. But, uh, the, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Catholic. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Irish Catholic, Irish Catholic, but I started late, so I would have thirty kids in this house if I could. Um, but um, <laughs> oh. fill in the. No, I just realized what how that could be taken. Um, uh-huh. Anyways, uh, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and then I was going to ask this question: What's with? Uh, and uh, and I'm asking this kind of knowing the answer because I've heard a lot of D- Dominican people tell me about it. But what is with the Dominican Republic? And you guys churning out talented baseball players. Well, just, I, just I mean, small just, country, tons of tons of talent. It's it's all about desire, man. It's 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 a way. It honestly, like, uh, it, it, they're hungry, man. They, there's no, there's not that many opportunity in the Dominican, like education, and like like here in the United States, you could, you know, you you have the American dream, right? You could, if you work hard, you do what's right, you're gonna have opportunity, right? Over there, even if you work hard, the opportunities may not be there, either through corruption or just the economies are there. So baseball players, they're looking for an opportunity to make it big. So they figure, you know what? Even if I study, what's what's the point? If, but if I play baseball, I may have a I may have a good opportunity in me if I play if I play good. And it only requires physical abilities really mostly in in the in discipline and yeah. also there's a lot of concentration so that could happen here too is you, if you focus you know on playing baseball so you know th- that's part of the reason why I'm, and most importantly we love the game we, we love baseball we're passionate like I, I don't i don't play anymore but i'm pretty crazy about it that's why you know if yeah. i couldn't play anymore i, I started making bats <laughs> I just can't, I can't have enough of it, you know, and that's pretty much Dominicans. Like even if they, they talk about any type of baseball, it doesn't matter. Like if it's China or Japan, they'll talk about Japanese baseball, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, my buddy said that uh, he would see kids, and he was probably one of them, that they had nothing, you know, no shoes or anything. So they would make baseball gloves out of like cereal boxes and, and yeah. sticks for baseball bats. And I'm like, man, that's that's why, because it's such a pat. It's why the um, Brazilians are so good at jujitsu. Because it's like, oh, age three, here's your first gi. And now for the rest of yeah. your life, you're going to be choking people out. Down there, it's like, <laughs> let's, let's just make our – because it's not a lot. I mean, you need a baseball. And apparently beyond that, you can just make whatever you want. Um, Big Poppy, is he is he as famous down there as he is in Boston? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an idol over there. Any baseball player that makes it here is a, is a very popular uh, player not only because of his famous status, but he's a humble guy. He always stays around the neighborhood, his old friends. Yeah, unfortunately, he got shot because he because he felt so comfortable, you know, in his own yeah, yeah, yeah. country. But unfortunately, that kind of like backfired. And I'm glad that he's still around, though, because he's a oh, great sure. guy. Even though I'm a Yankee fan, I, I hit him <laughs> for getting all those hits. I still follow <laughs> Dominican and being a great guy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rafael Devers, I believe he's uh, from the Dominican Republic. He's 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 great. He was like just this little chubby guy that maybe could hit play play the uh, hot corner every now and then, and then suddenly he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna get jacked and start hitting homers. And then uh, this is yeah, this is three years ago. Uh, I'm gonna bring up something for you, and I, I don't know, I don't know if I should, but let me try. Let me try. So baseball, <laughs> baseball is something that we can all get together, uh, conservatives, liberals, whoever you are. I don't care. Uh, and just, you know what, forget about the world and let's just watch some baseball because it's, it's such a pure sport. It's such yep. a fair sport. It's such a pure talent sort of thing. When you see someone with a beautiful swing, whether it's Mickey Mantle or Joe DiMaggio or, um, Ted Williams, it's just something to, to admire. And then what, two or three years ago. So my son was a big fan of, we watched the whole Red Sox, uh, win to 118 games when they won the world series. He was five years old, five or six. And it was like, this is the perfect time to bring a child into baseball, right? He got to know all the players. He got to know the, and we got the baseball bat. I was showing Frank, I have the 108 game baseball bat. And it was like, it was such a family thing. And then the next year we're like, okay, uh, I think the following year it was COVID. It might've been the year before that. Let's watch, let's, let's start with the game. Oh, Mookie Betts got, got traded. Let's watch um, Mookie Betts first game. Dad, why is Mookie kneeling? And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, how am I supposed to talk about this with a five-year-old or a six-year-old uh, when it's supposed to be? So I guess my question is, and we don't have to get into that whole stuff because I don't care how people feel about that. I guess the question is, do you feel that 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 baseball has overstepped its boundaries and kind of pulled people away from it because they're trying to to make a political statement rather than a family statement? Uh, as far as like the kneeling and stuff? Yeah, I think just bringing politics into a game that used to bring people together, all, all it's going to do is drive people apart. Um, I mean, I don't know. Well, let's just think about baseball. It's just a, it's a representation of the whole entire population as a whole. Right. It just so happened that they're famous, you know? So mm -hmm. whatever is going to happen in the population is going to be reflected in baseball. So, you know, at the end of the day, the baseball players are just normal people, and I dealt with a lot of them the professionals and you know and they, a lot of them are just very humble and they they hurt just as we hurt and they have emotions just like we do just like anybody so it's just a reflection of what's going on and you know if, if Smokey Betts or whoever felt that that was right at the moment then you know that's you know 
That's what they did. Yeah. And, you know, in, if they do it, then, you know, they have the right to do it. And that's why, you know, as veterans, that's why we do it. We, that's we true. fought, we, and, and, and if, if your child sees it, you know, Hey, you know what? You got to have the conversation. You know, why is he yeah. doing that? Cause maybe something yeah. bad is going on. So, you know, so, so I, I, you know, I guess, I guess I get what you're saying. You know, they're people just like us and so they have their feelings and all that stuff. And, and, they yeah, absolutely. Them. and, and I did notice that I noticed that about the, um, uh, veteran population, you know, cause people are talking about Kaepernick and all these people, why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? And it was like, cause they have the right to, right. We, we fought for that, whether you agree with it or not. And, and I guess I understand there's an argument to be made for that, but, um, yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Let's, let's move on to more fun stuff. Uh, so <laughs> you start, you start, you get out of the air force. Do you go into the minors at this point or t- tell us how that, that whole, de- I don't want to say debacle. I say debacle cause I know you got hurt. Uh, that whole situation played out. About what? I'm sorry. What was that again? So you got out of the, uh, the air force. Did you then go into the minor leagues or how did that whole situation work out? Oh, no, I, I, no, I never played professionally. I, I play baseball, I, you know, I play in the air force team in Hawaii and I play mostly amateur. I was just, I'm just a, baseball fanatic i didn't okay i mean okay. i would i would have loved to play professionally if i did i wouldn't have gone to the air force to be honest with you uh, uh, <laughs> yeah that makes sense I, i'm gonna be honest yeah i mean making millions or you know go getting shot at somewhere like you know um no uh no i play baseball i've always been a fanatic like you know growing up my dad always fixed bats or fixed gloves so i, I was always good with my hands kind of so when i got out of the air force i actually wanted to continue my military career uh, I wanted to finish school and wanted to go into the army to be a pilot because I, you know, I just had it in my mind that I wanted to be a pilot. And I said, why yeah. not? Like, if I, I want to continue my military career, I might as well just get promoted and be a pilot because I just, I just thought it was going to be fun. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, I, I had some hip issues and back issues that I'm still dealing with. And, uh, and I still have some military in me and I work with the Army Corps of Engineers now and I deployed as a civilian. And then when I came back, I thought I could play. And unfortunately, my back was just killing me. But I still had this energy, and I started making bats by hand, out of just without knowing anything. So you just you just figured it out as you went. You just like I'm gonna make a bat. Yeah. Just, how, how do you? Okay. Wow. Tell tell us about well, that. Well, honestly, I was depressed. I was depressed because I was in pain. I, I just really got you know. I just recently had little kids, got married, had a new job. And I felt like my dream was taken away from me. Like I wanted to fly and be in the military. And I felt like my career was cut short and I was depressed, but I was like, you know, my mom always told me like, well, one thing that is like, I I grew up with a lot of adversity and my mom, you know, I I never knew when my next meal would come, but my mom always figured out. She always, she was like a young entrepreneur, you know, she always figured out. So like, Hey, maybe this pain is something good out of it. And uh, that's why I decided to, you know what? I, I always wanted to do woodworking. I don't know how to do it, and I just got to figure it out, and I did, and I'm and, and I'm still trying to figure out entrepreneurship. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's day by day, and and you know any veteran that's out there that think that you know they they don't they have a lot of gifts inside of them. Um, you may not know what it is, you just gotta take a chance of whatever it is, even if it's just you know fly fishing or whatever hiking like you guys or making art or you know whatever you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an important thing. I mean, you bring up there, uh, is the, the, 
people can get stuck, I guess, in a rut wondering, uh, oh, I got out. This is who I used to be. And it, that's fine. You know, it's fine to have been somebody now plan out who you're going to be next. And, and we're risk takers, people in the military are risk takers, right? Whether you're jumping out of airplanes, driving tanks or, you know, uh, charging finding, a house in Fallujah, bombs. finding bombs. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the thing. So when you get out, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're not wearing Kevlar anymore. You're not carrying a weapon anymore. Well, <laughs> most of the time, <coughs> Whoa, I inhaled my spit there. Um, but but you still are the warrior down inside and deep inside and taking, go ahead, take a risk, right? Um, you know, I always wanted to do this, but it might cost me and I might do this and I might fail. Yeah, you might. But if you don't do it, what's that saying? Uh, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, correct. right? Yeah. And, and that's it. And, and I assume it sounds like that's the attitude that you took going into this venture. Yeah, and, and and it wasn't like one one moment, you know. I I did, you know, I'm human, so I was emotional. <laughs> um, yeah. But it just little by little, taking step yeah. by step, and and it's hard, man. It's hard to to try to do something new. Uh, I, I still struggle with it to this day. Like where it's hard being an entrepreneur. It's hard to fight that resistance to do something. Like honestly, it's hard to for me to be in this podcast right now, live because I'm naturally an introvert. So, but I was like, I'm just gonna show up, whatever, you know. Yeah, you know, whatever it is, it is, you know, and you just got to take that step uh, one at a time because resistance is going to get you no matter what the time's going to pass. Anyway, you're going to die one day, but but you have a dream inside of you that if you don't, if you don't do it, like you guys, you know, you guys doing this podcast is important. Like you guys have to start, you know, and continue. So, you know, all that time, I mean, I think veterans are the most talented people I know. You know, not and you know, obviously I'm biased because I'm a veteran, but the military trains us so much, you know, to do anything, to adapt to any situation that we're a gift to this society. We're we're a gift to the, you know, and we always want to show up and do more than what we pray for or whatever, you know. And I think it's important for society to have us and have us well and have us alive. To be honest, you know, like you know, it's it, we're a great gift to you know to the world. I agree. And my, what I was going to say was, um, the, the picking back off what you started to say was the first step, especially be about being an introvert and getting a part of this is, is, is showing up yeah. and, um, and being a part of something that not only, it's not just about yourself, but it's about the greater, it's about the greater mission behind it. And that's part of what you do. And part of what you do, I actually have a question from uh, Ben Rodriguez, even though he has not said he has not allowed Facebook or uh, Streamyard to access his Facebook comments. How dare you, Ben? How'd you know it was him? Because I went to the Irreverent Warriors Facebook page itself because they because ha- you're streaming through both of them. I okay. through their chat. Oh, to, okay. To, to, so I had to bring it back up. <laughs> All right, let's so hear his. He question. says, uh, "What prevents a bat from splitting when it's hit by the ball? Quality wood, proper craftsmanship." Perfect question, Ben Rodriguez. Uh, you should come. N- nothing prevents a bat from breaking. They're all going to break eventually. It's just if and when. Uh, but they are. They are the the number one factor that that prolongs a bat from breaking is the quality of the wood, the straight and the grain. How how the wood is how the it starts at when selecting the the tree. How straight is the tree when you see it? You know when you when you cut it down. And then when you process the wood, how the straighted grain, you know, either they use a process, either they use a saw to cut with the grain or they split it. Uh, splitting the wood is the same method they used back in the day when they did rocking chairs, you know, um, 
you know, when you split it, it splits with the grain. So that's the preferred method and how you dry it. So, and also the the shape of the bat also plays a part whether how long the bat breaks. If the bat is too heavy and loaded, it's the, all this weight is going to be at the bottom. It's going to be thin here, and it's mostly going to break. So those bats are mostly for experts. Uh, you know, if you want your bat to last longer, you want a balanced bat. You know. Um, nice. but they're all eventually break because the pitcher's trying to get you out. So he's going to try to break it. So, and uh, lastly, the, the, the user, like if, if, if the player, you know, it's not a good hitter, he's going to hit a bunch of balls in the, right here, the, mm-hmm. their bats are going to break more often. So, so there's a lot of factors and how you take care of it too. Like if you leave it outside in the rain, it, you know, it contracts and it gets weak. Gotcha. So you said for those of you swinging, don't suck at swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think about people that use gloves, which is like the majority now when they swing at the bat? Every now and then you'll see the guy go out there barehanded, hands full of uh, pine tar. God, I love that. I, I feel like there's just something cooler about swinging a bat at a 97 mile an hour fastball without a pair of gloves on. <laughs> well, it, it, I'm sure it, they're used to it. Like, there's not that many. Uh, using gloves, like, what you got to do what it feels comfortable for you. Like, I use batting gloves when hitting because, and tape, because that's why I feel comfortable. Some guys feel comfortable not using batting gloves. So yeah. whatever you do in practice, that's what you want to do in the game because that's what you're used to. It's really, there's really, that's why I'm like, I customize a bat to a player. So that way they get used to it during practice. So that way when they're performing, you know, they don't have to think about it. Yeah. Do you do you do the the axe handle the Mookie Betts axe handle bats, the flat? Uh, no, I don't do that one. That one, that one has a patent on it, and these are special machinery to do that one. So I, I haven't done that one yet. I could probably do it, but it's, it's not. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, don't there's plenty. Of, I got plenty of players that use regular bats, and actually, I customize the dog to whatever player, whatever they want, because it's all handmade. So you know, I have the flexibility to do whatever I want. Right there on the lake. I got players come to the shop and they make bats around the spot. Something something happened to your audio. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Let's see. Oh, oh, we lost. Oh, no. I, I think he's just resetting it. Real oh, quick. he is. Okay. Yeah, just okay. give him a second. But yeah, I mean, like I was a ba- I was an avid baseball player. I played baseball for eight years. Oh, really? And I would. My mom would have us go to to, to a, sp- a specific person in California that would make bats. Oh, cool! And they would. Oh, he's back. They would make a bat and design for your weight, your height, so you can have a proper swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that? I hear something crazy going on. Oh, whatever. We're, we're almost done, anyways. Okay, a um, couple more questions. Uh, so, uh, how did you break into your your customer base or professionals? Correct. Well, no, no, well, most of my it's mostly amateurs, but the professionals. I had a couple of professional players. Like I had. Adrian Sanchez from the Nationals used my gloves in the professional game in the major nice. leagues, actually. And I kind of just, the way I met him, he was in the minor leagues here in town in Prince William County, and he was in, like, Class A. And I just made friends with him when he was, you know, in the low minor leagues. And he tried one of some of my bats when it first started. And I just kept in touch with him through social media. He's a really nice guy. And then one time he, he came to D.C. to do, like, a Christmas show with the Nationals. It was, like, December or something. And I just met up with him, and I went in, in the lobby for him, and then he came down, and I said, hey, now I got gloves. You want you mind trying this in, in spring training? 
and I, you know he took it and a couple other players look at the gloves and he took it he tried it on and he really loved it and he used it in the major leagues and made that dream come true for me so just kind of hustle and then i got some other players that i sponsor in the minor leagues um zach Benaro from the brewers right-handed pitcher and uh in in charles um let me see what's his name um yeah zach Benaro. Uh, yeah. from the Brewers, and he uses cool. exclusively. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's but, great. What a lot. But, but, I, but I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but mo- most of my customers are amateur players because I I feel like that this customized service is not handed to the amateurs. Uh, you know, the, the the pros can get whatever they want. So you know, I want to I want to <laughs> I'm looking out for the little guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, what, what people don't realize is, is this conversation we're having right now, it, it just dawned on me. This is like two years in the making because I met, I don't know how I met you actually. I, I think I, I gave you a call when we first started uh, back in 2019 and I was like, hey, I'm just looking for guests. Do you hear like a weird feedback? Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. it's driving me crazy. Um, anyways. Actually, no, I, I emailed you. Um, I found your... The, the VA newsletter sent out your podcast link. Oh, cool. I didn't know and then I saw it. And then I sent you an email, I think. Oh, okay. Or something like that. Um, but yeah, think- and then we've actually met. We met up at Burbiz uh, not long ago. Well, maybe it was a long time ago, probably a year and a half or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, our audio is doing all sorts of weird things. So let's quickly do, I'm just going to ignore it, and we're going to go do the rundown really quickly. Uh, number one, are you, the rundown is basically short, quick answers to the best of your ability and go. What was specifically designed to be the size and weight of a baseball? Specifically, they said, uh, the we're going to make this the, the same. Grenade, right? Yeah, 100%. Ooh, this guy, this guy's yeah. good. Which, which player had the longest hitting streak in MLB history? Uh, Jody Maggio. Well, two for two. And this one's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie to you. What year did the first recorded baseball game take place? And for bonus, where? Recorded. Yeah, uh, I don't know what they meant by mm, that when I was looking this up. First one on the books. Yeah. Uh, probably in the think, 20s. And Yan- no. Yankees. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that you're one. Ready, you ready for this? And I think by recorded, they found like mention of it in a law in Pittsburgh PA and it was 1791 and it was a mix between it was early baseball it was a mix between um uh what's the one that the British try to cricket. play cricket and then there's another one too uh it was like a combo uh, of those two no it was it's like a baseball type of game but whatever 1791 okay it's no problem that was that was wow. a hard one uh who was the first pitcher to throw over 100 miles an hour Recorded, um, um, because um, like the actual they took the because I know like back in the day, Bob Fuller, Nolo Ryan, those guys threw hard. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they did it, but you want recorded like actual. Um, there was a guy from the Cubs. I know. You, but I'll give you a hint. You I can't said. remember his name. You already said the um, name. You already said the name. Oh, Bob Fuller. No, it was Nolo Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was it the Bulldog? Oh. This one, this one, I'm going to ask one of the Marines in our room just oh, to see boy. what happens here. Oh, I want to see what happens here. Which hand does a, well, no, I'm not going to ask Jeremy. I'm going to ask Frank because Jeremy oh, played Lord. baseball. Which hand does a right-handed mitt fit on? Say what now? 
you you have like say, <laughs> I'm a righty. I'm a righty, so I need a right-handed mitt. Which hand do I put it on my right hand? If you throw right-handed, it's going to go on your left. There we go. Hey. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Right. You got it. Nice. That was- Let's get let's get metaphysical. All right, I can't Frank. Think. What phone? If you're right-handed, what phone do you hold? What hand do you hold your phone in? I can't, I can't think anymore. I'm done for the rest. Jeremy, of the week. we're reeling it in. We're reeling it in. Well, when you're driving and t- Jesus, oh, oh, I thought pervert. you were talking about why. <laughs> God. Uh, if today was the la- now we're gonna move on to the metaphysical. If today was the last day of your life, what would you want to do? Um, I want to be with my family, my kids, and my wife, and. In my mom, if I could, <laughs> and brothers oh, yeah. and sisters, all my family. When you're 90 years old, what will matter to you most in the world? Uh, my legacy, like how my, I want to see my kids live a fulfilled life and their kids. And if I see them succeed, then I, I think my life will be, will be good. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? As you become a parent, it's like nothing else matters like if someone came to the door and they were like um we have uh, a thousand gallons of boiling oil out here uh, <laughs> if you jump in if you jump in your kids will have uh health and the best lives they could possibly live i'd be like all right let's go and i would jump in right isn't that weird <laughs> yeah that's what you leave behind yeah yeah um what in your opinion who is the best music group that ever existed the best music group that ever existed, oh. and, and, I, and um, I would take I would take solo artists, uh, whatever, whatever. Don't you say Nickelback? <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, I love all kinds of music, but I mean, it, it's got to be some, you know, probably Aventura from uh, you know bachata, Dominican music. So, okay. <laughs> or that's what I was gonna say. You like could that. say anything. Uh, you could say any Dominican band. We'd be like, all right, <laughs> stick to your roots. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Awesome, man. Well, you didn't disappoint. Great story. Um, military entrepreneurship. Um, great outlook on life. And I think it, the reason why we tell stories like this is because, you know, we're reaching veterans and there's people out there that feel like they've reached a uh, a dead end and whatever. And there's there's always something. There's always something. And, and I understand when people, you know, you have like some real deep organic depression and stuff like that. And that that's difficult to work through. But when you're having just the you know, the, what am I going to do with my life? There's always an answer. And, and I glad, I'm glad I have folks yeah. like you that can come on and, and, you know, tell us that story. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my story. And, uh, and I just want to uh, do a quick plug here before we get out to, uh, if you guys have a chance to go to the museum of American history in the Smithsonian starting in July, um, they're going to have the Playboy exhibition there uh, they're going to have stories artifacts of baseball greats and also local community people like myself um about inspirational stories about how baseball changed their life and their community it's called play ball awesome. and yeah if you guys want to get a hold of me just go to my website barrettbats.com or at barrett baseball in instagram or twitter or just google my name and you'll find me <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy if you do Juan Barrett. And it's one R B A R E T, uh, Barrett. Sorry, yeah. I keep saying Barrett because I'm because of the gun. The, he's not the fifty cal. I'm a gun. <laughs> <laughs> the gun, Barretta. Yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, and I guess I forgot to bring that up. The whole uh, the whole Smithsonian thing. That's really cool. What's what's that like? I mean, that's that's it's a premier museum of the United States. Like that's pretty amazing. 
Yeah, it is. It's kind of unreal. I still don't, you know, it's still trying to pinch myself that I'm going to be part of such a great, uh, and I've been working with them for like three years on this. Um, and I'm also in their book too, the play ball book. And some of my bats are going to be in the gift shop, handmade oh, bats. Wow. And it, it just gives me a platform to share that baseball is great. And anything that you, you know, whatever limitations you may have with poor, black, white, it doesn't matter, uh, rich, you know, poor, you could do something, you know, in your life, no matter what. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily need to be like you have to get, you know, be a millionaire or whatever. You could be successful in your own home or in your own town. It doesn't have to be huge. You just have to make a difference wherever you are. Awesome. Well, I think we'll end on that. That was uh, well said. So check them out, BarrettBats.com, B-A-R-E-T, Barrett Bats, B-A-R-E-T, B-A-T-S.com. Um, pick yourself up a bat. I, I'm going to buy a bat. I saw that American flag bat. I'm, I I love baseball bats. I know it's weird, but when you pick yeah, up right a real well I call these yeah. the, the Star Spangled Batter. And they're all, yeah, like they're all uh, hand signed, handmade, uh, and... You know, they'll be personalized. I could even put your logo in here, do whatever. And even though they're all American, you know, they all look the same. They're all unique because it, it has exactly 50 stars. And each each one is put in randomly anywhere. And, oh my gosh. you know, it's, all, all it's a piece of art. 21 gun bat. Is gonna go back. Yeah, we're definitely doing yeah. that. We're definitely do that. I'll I'll reach out. Awesome, uh, Juan. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Two years in the making. Finally, we got you on. Uh, great story. Thanks. And uh, I'll see you up at at Burbiz whenever they do that again up in DC. All right, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I appreciate the the appreciate having it. me on. All right, hey, man. Thanks, Take man. Take care. God, what a jerk! No, <laughs> no, nice guy. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's. Yeah. When you when you decide to go into business, like um, Patrick Little, uh, who is the guy that did Mission Essential Gear? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who, we've had a bunch of entrepreneurs on. It's that's a tough thing, man, because you know, you know that most fail, right? So you're like, yeah. God, can I do this? And your odds are stacked against you, uh, Mike. Mike Stojic. I mean, but right. but it, and you know what's interesting? And maybe it's just because the people that we've talked to are the ones that have been successful. But every veteran entrepreneur that we met have been successful. So I don't know if it's just like right. we don't care about getting our asses kicked. Uh, no, it's it's we know that failure breeds success. You can't learn. That's true. From, you can't learn from winning. Oh yeah. Because if you're winning all the time, you're not learning anything because you're, you're you're constantly there. When you fail, that's when you say, "Okay, what went wrong, and what can I, what do I need to not do to do better next time?" Right. Yeah. So One of the biggest failure, lessons in life. Failures build your success. Period. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's all I got for this week of the Twenty One Gun Podcast. Good show. I I enjoyed it. It was a good uh, time, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm some... gonna look up. Uh, his bats and I might order one too. Yeah, dude, I want a twenty-one gun That's bat. Really cool. <laughs> uh, uh, Barrett bats, B A R Barrett Barrett bats. B A R E T B A T S. Here's the thing. <laughs> Did you see Mark Serbo put up a video? The one where um, I can't remember the guy's name. Kentucky Ballistics <laughs> exploded his gun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mark Serbo actually start. He's starting to go through the guy who makes the guns because he's like, I mean, to be honest with you, I would still love that fifty cal, but I would be nervous about shooting, even though. It's so like it's not going to explode. Listen, it's as not long as you have he- ear pro, you're fine. Yeah, yeah you're good. Oh, oh, you mean like this? Oh, oh, oh. I was going to say video. about a certain uh, person 
throwing a spear with ear pro but oh my oh god oh dude we made it the whole show the whole show you can we be... didn't we didn't say who and where and what we did not. Uh, we, um, we were merely suggested oh oh i forgot good news oh is there uh so i i have i have avoided the va for the last 15 years, 17, I don't know how long I've been out. How long I was NOM when I was back there, dropping Agent Orange. I was there yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but I, do you know what? I'm so sick of hearing buzz saws in my ears and not being able to hear the TV. What do you mean not hearing? Not hearing. Yeah, no, I, I do hear stuff oh, that's not hear. there. Yeah, the voices that tell me to shoot you guys right now. No, I'm just kidding. That's why the gun is over here. So, so I... Uh, I call, it was easy. I called the VA here in Durham and I was like, I can't hear. And they're like, oh, okay can you come in on uh wednesday and i'm like yeah and they're like okay we'll see you then mr sullivan I'm like that was it so that's because right now that's because of covid and the restrictions they're not doing a lot of in-person um yeah but this one i have to be in person that's what i'm saying is so if you have to be in person they will bring you in if you don't they'll call because they're room, there's room because ah. there's room yeah now if, cool. you get a, if you get a chance since you're closer try to get all of your stuff done here in clayton yeah, I just want to be able to hear. <laughs> my, huh? my, my biggest fear is they're going to be like, ah, you're good enough. And then I'm like, all right, I guess I have to go around just saying, huh? Uh, huh? Excuse me? What? <laughs> um, but wow. yeah. So next week, who do we have on? Let me take a look at my little black book. This is uh, this is Jeremy Walton. His Because uh, I kept losing stuff. And he's like, put it in a book. I think it was you. Yeah, Somebody. it was me. It sure was me. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you. <laughs> 617 is today. We had one Barrett. Next week, we have Naked and Afraid's uh, EJ. Yes. Um, I know. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, now Frank's like, I wish I was here next week. You can be here. I He's coming. Yeah, week. yeah. We're gonna have we're yeah, gonna have we're gonna a, have a full couch. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. Nick, Frank. Gonna be here. No, all I had was two. Oh, I think on. Matt was coming. He talked was about he? coming too. Or no, it was no, no, no. no, it was you and Nick, and then we're gonna have EJ. But he's gonna be. Like, oh wow. I mean, we're they can have, come. And we're gonna have a full, full as full room as um, I can't even think of her name now. Uh, I'm not even gonna do that joke. Uh, hit me, please. Uh, and then the following week, July 1st, we have Sam, we have, we have Sam Ekholm, uh, check him out on YouTube, Sam Ekholm, E-C-K-H-O-L-M. He's an Air Force guy who, uh, is a combat photographer. So he gets to do all the cool things. Then we have Dan Flores coming on, uh, July 8th. He is, he's part of like every single, um, attack helicopter movie that's ever been made. Um, Apache Warrior, great flick. If you guys got to see Apache Warrior, there's this old grizzly Apache copter pilot guy with his uh, the the cavalry hat, and he's sitting there in the middle of the meeting or the interview, and he goes, and then he looks and he's like, ah, got to kill something every day. <laughs> nice. uh, Dan Flores will be on. Then we have Bulkhead Energy Drinks. I forget the name of the dude um, on the fifteenth, and then we have. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got a lot of cool things coming up. Uh, room on the couch starting, I don't know, mid-July. So if you guys want to come on the couch, <laughs> bro, <laughs> just let me know. Other than that, I have nothing left except for the final video. Final video is a, we showed last week, a yes. um, Vietnam era guy blasting away with the M60. This guy, World War II. So we'll see you next week and we'll play out with this. We had a uh, World War II veteran come down and fired our piece. Personally, just looking at him and having those conversations with him, it's it's just like having the conversations with one of my soldiers. You know, it's like he never left. Sergeant Broad, he was the section chief.
And it's, it's our heritage right in front of us. Um, and to see his joy and excitement, you know, reliving those memories and even just some of the things he was saying, we knew he was an old red leg at heart. So it was awesome to, to give him that opportunity. I couldn't believe that he was so aware of everything. It makes me appreciate it even more, you know, that, that people like him are still around and, and can give back to the younger ones and, and show another generation what it was like to be like him. He had like such an exuberance when he was talking about it and, and he was like, his affection for the weapon was so genuine. Oh, I love that thing. Every now and then, ah, guy's a killer at heart. Yeah, <laughs> he knows. He's like, you know how many krauts oh, yeah. so I eviscerated. It was, it was really exciting to listen to him talk. I last landed at pool was 1944, and we were firing at some Japanese caves. A man of his age, and he was sharp. He was sharp as a tack, and he was funny. Yeah. And he, where are they it from? Was great to listen to. Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah it sounds like Rhode Island, Massachusetts, somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three, three, four, nine. He's just sitting in his, he's sitting in his, sitting in his jitney. It's awesome. That is really, really oh, tough. How about that? Oh, I love it. He's like, what are you doing? Here he goes. Didn't even flinch. He's like, too bad there's like, no enemies at the end of that. Right? All right, guys. We'll see you uh, next week.